David was encamped in a small border city called Ziklag. While David and the military were away, the Amalekites invaded Ziklag and captured the women and children. When he returned to Ziklag, he saw the devastation. In his sorrow and despair, he cried until he had no more energy to cry. But then something happened. David encouraged and strengthened himself in the Lord. This was not just the turning point of the story. It was the turning point of the entire battle. No matter how difficult the situation, there is a point at which things can turn. I've got a word to help you learn to change the direction of your situation on A Word with Anthony Walker. Pivot. Noun. The central point or shaft on which a mechanism turns or oscillates. Usually a marked change. Verb. To adapt or improve by adjusting or modifying something. To the engineer listening, I'm sure you're mentally constructing something right now relating to pivot points. To the sports fan, I'm sure you're thinking of one thing, basketball. Soon after learning how to consistently dribble without picking up the ball every few bounces, you then learn the next crucial lesson, your pivot foot. You can tell those who are new to the game of basketball by how they handle their pivot foot. The new players stand out because their pivot foot might as well be called the lead foot or the concrete foot. It's cumbersome and almost a hindrance to them. But to the experienced player, handling the pivot is usually a thing of beauty. Can't you see Hakeem the Dream Elijah Wan making fake after fake? He uses his pivot foot like a violinist bow. But then you find some of the new generation players like Kyrie Irving that take it to a whole new level. Engineer or basketball fan, pivoting is vitally important to our daily lives. Our doors hang on a hinge that pivots. The axle on your car has points of pivot. Our very joints in our bodies, our neck, Our shoulders, our knees, our ankles are all pivot points. Even on a psychological and philosophical level, there are pivots as well. The point at which your situation could change, either for the better or for the worst, 
that's a pivot. The point at which you turn that frown upside down, that's a pivot. As I said, there are examples of pivot all around us. Let's explore some and gain some principles from which to grow. According to the official NBA rules in the rule book, Rule 10, Section 13, after a person dribbles the ball and comes to a stop, you establish a pivot foot. You can rotate around your pivot foot. You cannot change your pivot foot. You may not lift your pivot foot unless you are shooting or passing. Once that foot is down, it is down. You can spin around, rotate around, but you are stationed where that pivot foot is. More and more, I'm finding that people have not established their pivot foot, meaning they haven't put their foot down regarding their values. Again, it doesn't mean that a person is stationary when they establish their pivot foot. They can move. They just don't move from that pivot point. Likewise, with our values, we must be solid and put our foot down on our values. Think about it. On what do you stand? On what do your decisions hinge? Have you even established your core values? If one lifts their pivot foot without passing or shooting, they are traveling and are in violation of the rules. Many in life are in traveling violation. They're just meandering through with no value set. As Freddie Mercury of Queens said, any way the wind blows. Listen, if you haven't established your core values, you must because soon you will take your shot or pass the ball. One of the other pivots I saw while watching basketball was in what Phil Jackson and Tex Winter called the triangle offense. If you followed any Bulls basketball or Lakers basketball under Jackson's coaching, you've seen this style of offense. It was a cerebral type of offense, which basically made all the players on the team a point guard for a moment. The triangle offense was about player movement, ball movement, and quite obviously, triangles. As the ball moved to the wing, there were usually three players in the vicinity which formed a triangle with their positions on the court. Based on the defense and the position of the ball, each point of the triangle could become a pivot point. If the ball was passed, especially across court, a new triangle would emerge with more possibilities. Virtually any player could be the decision maker to make the right pass or the right play or right shot. The essence of the triangle offense was selflessness. No one player bore the burden of being the primary ball handler because the ball was in movement and the players were in movement. It capitalized on the fluidity of the game. Sometimes a set play can break down or be broken down based on the defense. But the triangle offense doesn't really have a set play. 
It's always adjusting, always adapting, always pivoting. Within the triangle offense, all players had to be cognizant of where they were, where the ball was, where it was going, as well as considering the best way to provide the best opportunity for the team to score. If ran correctly, it would avoid the stagnation of player-dominant type basketball, and it would always keep the defense guessing. What can we gain from this? I'm glad you asked. The ball of opportunity will end up in your hands several times in life. If you're always trying to take a shot each time you get it, you'll lead a selfish life. Sometimes it's not for you to take the shot, but to help someone else set up a better shot. And when the opportunity is not in your hands, it's not time for you to sit and wait, but rather move and be active. Keep in mind, it's hard for the devil to hit a moving target. It's difficult for opposition to entrap you if you're always on the move. Always be adapting, always be adjusting, always be pivoting. When you're in prime position, be ready to take your shot. When you're not in prime position, but someone else is, be ready to pass them the ball. One of the other pivots I find in sports is somewhat obscure and sometimes difficult to see in real time. It's those pivot points of the entire game. I recently watched a sports documentary that detailed those turning points or pivot points of the game. They do a deep dive examination of the play, why it happened, why the timing was critical, and why looking back, that was the pivotal moment. If you're a sports fan, you'd realize quite a few of those pivotal points. It may be a, a dynamic catch or a spectacular move. It might be a critical defensive stop that spurred on a comeback. But then there are some that are not easily noticeable or those moments that you don't fully know the backstory. One of those stories I loved was detailing the 97 championship run of the Chicago Bulls. The Bulls were coming off of a record season and championship in year 96. But 97 was difficult. And it was far different. Michael Jordan was still adjusting to this new Bulls team with new faces. One of the new faces was Steve Kerr. In one of those intense practices they had, Steve and Michael got into an altercation. Jordan apologized, but it was the intensity, the competitive energy that Kerr and Jordan bonded. They learned to respect that in each other. It was that camaraderie behind the decision Jordan made in the 97 finals. He knew he had another player that was just as competitive and driven to win as he was. In a timeout with seconds left on the game clock, everyone in the arena knew who was going to take the final shot. But Jordan slyly looked to Kerr and told him he would pass it to him. He passed it to Kerr, 
and like clockwork, Kerr came off the shoulder right across the free throw line and made a clean jumper. That timeout was a pivotal moment that led to a pivotal decision and ultimately a pivotal shot. The beauty about it is that those moments are all around us. Yes, in that case, it was one crucial shot, but truth be told, there are several opportunities in that game for a crucial shot. There are several opportunities for a defensive stop. Likewise, in your life, there are those moments that don't have to be big moments, just pivotal moments. There's the crucial moments where there's a shift in perspective. That's a pivot. A shift in vision. Another pivot. A crucial new idea. Another pivot. The point that you decide to quit smoking or quit drinking or just quit wasting time. These are pivotal moments. Points that could turn a change in the trajectory of your life. Sometimes it could be losing that job that provides the motivation and the catalyst for you to start your own business. It could be making the difficult decision to buy rather than rent and all the sacrifices that entails. It could be making the disciplined decision to intently walk in your faith. That point is a pivotal one. So let's not start tomorrow. Let's start today. Put your foot down and pivot. Thank you for sharing a word with Anthony Walker.